it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Catch the show Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to noon on Check. There's a new team in town. Well, let's start the insanity. Don Taylor. The, the greatest sportscaster in British Columbia is Don Taylor. Oh, Rick Dollywall. You know, somebody said I always make these Floridian slips. This is Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. 10 o'clock in downtown Vancouver. We're in the Paul Carson uh, studio. It's uh, Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Don Taylor along with Rick Dollywall, uh, Ryan Henderson, at the controls, the Canucks are scheduled to practice at 11.15. We just found out moments ago that that practice is going to be closed to the media uh, for, for whatever reason. What would your speculation be on that, Rick? Well, just uh, there's a lot of speculation right now. Last 24, 48 hours, there's just a ton of uh, rumors, a lot of innuendos. What's going to happen here <clears throat> with the Canucks for Friday night against Edmonton? Are you okay? I told you before. You, we, you, I, you, I had a frog in my throat. <clears> or, okay. yeah. you know, the old saying in radio. Anyways, and TV. A um, lot of speculation what's going to happen here, uh, Donnie. I'm not surprised the Canucks closed uh, a practice today to the media. Not surprised at all. Not surprised at all. Uh, but it took a while for them to get there. Yeah, for right? sure, for sure. To make that decision. So there's a lot of rumors out there with the Canucks right now. What's going to happen? Two... So they had a Zoom call with the NHLPA last night. Mm-hmm. That Zoom call didn't take place because of what JT Miller said earlier in the day. That was always going to be a Zoom call that was going to take place with the NHLPA. Players and the PA. And the players and the PA. Look, here's the here's the problem for the Canucks. They don't want to play two games in 22 hours. Friday at 6, and then you got to come. Saturday at 4. four. And look who they're playing, too. Not and, that anything is easy these days yeah. for the Canucks, but Oilers, Leafs, back-to-back. That's, that's the biggest thing is we're not ready. We're not healthy. Is it safe? Why are we doing this? Two games in 22 hours. All that stuff. I, I can tell you uh, this morning some players on the Canucks are fully preparing today as if they're going to play tomorrow. Well, they well, have to. Yeah, yeah. They don't know yet. I am hearing, uh, every, like a lot of people last night and today, hearing that Friday night's game is most likely going to be canceled and Saturday being played is a safer bet, although it wouldn't surprise anybody if both games are canceled. So keep an eye on Friday for sure, I'm hearing, is in trouble. Mm-hmm. Saturday could be a safer bet that they play. And this would happen with any team. I know you know there's a lot of people out there in Canuck land who are, are shaking their heads saying this could only happen uh, uh, to the Canucks. In Vancouver. This is not just a Vancouver thing. I mean, it is no, right now. I mean, if it was Detroit, uh, you know, St. Louis, whoever uh, the case may be, you think of the situation. You haven't played since March 24th. That's bad enough, but you've also got um, a- an outbreak of COVID that's running rampant through the team. I mean, this is totally understandable. Friday would be the first game in three weeks. Mm. Today Since would be, March 24th. Yeah. yeah. So first practice today in over two weeks. Um, it's just a lot to ask uh, these guys to do. 
this. It, it really is. It's really putting the team in a bind. Now, the Edmonton Oilers folks are going to fly to Vancouver at 2 o'clock. They're scheduled to. So uh, the Canucks are going to have to let, yeah, uh, to let the them NH- know. they got to know because if, if it's not on. The other thing is there is going to be medical evaluations today for the Vancouver Canucks. All the players got to do a heart test today, uh, Donnie. So a lot of this hinges on yes. Canucks don't want to play uh, tomorrow and Saturday, but these medical tests are also going to play a big part in if uh, they play this weekend or not. Okay, you mentioned that that Zoom meeting uh, with the Canucks and the NHLPA happened um, it, not because of what JT not Miller because- had to say. I want to get to the Miller clips here yeah. is what I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm trying to uh, get to here. But um, JT Miller really got the ball rolling. We'll get to our poll question in a second. Is JT Miller... Uh, related and I I don't think this was surprising regarding how the Canucks uh, felt but what was surprising because this doesn't always happen is that somebody went public with it yeah JT Miller went up public with it this is uh, from uh, yesterday Uh, this is Ben Kuzma from the province asking uh, JT Miller uh, a question regarding uh, whether or not uh, his team should be playing here we go my question JT is should you be playing it's a hard question. Uh, you know, I don't want to be caught agreeing with you and saying that I'm also saying ridiculous here, but I should is a weird word because there's just a lot of moving parts and um, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. And um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that, you know, that we're even in a scenario like this, but like I keep alluding to in my mind, I guess, is that it is our job. We have to be prepared to play, but at the same time, I mean, I think that whoever, you know, the schedule was made, I understand the guys coming off of three weeks of rest, two weeks of having COVID that one practice isn't even close to near enough time to come back and perform at a high level. So, and on that, and not, it's not even about being able to perform. It's nothing to do with hockey at this point. Um, brutally, honestly, I think that, you know, we, we're going to need more time than this to come back and play hockey. Even the guys that didn't get it, were not ready to play. So, um, it, it's a decision that was made, and as of now, we're going to be, I guess, ready to play. But I, 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 without going too far, too much farther into it, I, I mean, that's all I can really say at this point is it seems like a very high hurdle to try to jump over for to try to jam 19 NHL games in, uh, against good hockey teams in the month. So that got a lot of traction. That's uh, JT yeah. Miller uh, yesterday. I mean, th- this seems like I mean, it is. It's a no-win situation uh, for the Canucks. You, you you go on the ice, and we we talked uh, earlier this week about, and a lot of people have talked about this long haulers. How you can see, it seems like you're over uh, COVID, except for one symptom. There's something. I I still have a sore back. I told you about yeah, that, and this yeah, was absolutely. in February that that I had it. So you you worry about another outbreak. You worry about your health, and then you worry about competitiveness. I mean, how bad is it going to look if if the Canucks ice and seven players are still in COVID protocol last time we checked? How bad is it going to look if the Canucks ice a, you know, relatively speaking, minor league lineup and they end up losing to the Oilers? And I'm not kidding here. Eight one, eight nothing. And then follow that up with another eight one loss uh, to the Leafs. It's a no win situation. I can see where J.T. Miller is coming from. Rick, it would be bad enough if. The team hadn't played since March 24th, and they were healthy, right? 
You haven't played. You're not in, you're not in game shape. Throw the COVID outbreak outbreak into the uh, mix, and you can understand where JT was coming from. Okay, and interesting. Last night, uh, Utica played again back to back. Trent mm-hmm. called the coach, and Utica said. He said last night, Donnie, that uh, even though the players are healthy enough to play, and they, they, he could see some of the COVID issues with the players on the ice, mm-hmm. and they just weren't 100%. Yes, they've been cleared to play in Utica. They had over 10 infections in Utica. But I'm go- Trent Cole said last night, you could tell, you could still tell last night. And they've been playing. And they've been playing. They've, mm-hmm. they've played four games in, or three games in uh, five nights. So, it, it look, this is going to be a grind. This is going to be – and, and – and, this is going to be a grind. Let's be honest. If they make the Canucks play this weekend, it, it may it may get ugly. Uh, look at their lineup. Uh, we don't know who's on the ice. Obviously, they closed practice practice today, but uh, it is going to be. Oh, we should mention seven Canucks yep. still on the COVID list. I've got the list. He got it there. Yeah, Edler, Hoglander, Schmidt, Vertanen, Harlech, uh, McEwen, and Chatfield. So these are the seven that still can't uh, practice. They haven't been cleared, and we have to talk about this. Travis Green. Is uh, you know is is not a is is he a hundred percent healthy right now? I don't know. I I, I know that um, Travis is, uh, Travis has had his ups and downs with this mm-hmm. as well. He's he's had good days, bad days. Uh, is where's his health at right now, Travis Green? I uh, it's going to be interesting to see and, how the and, how the coach feels right now and mentally as well. Uh, oh, Rick. for sure. And, and I say that because well, you know you're not one hundred percent. Okay, so there, you're, you're worried about yourself, obviously. But, you know, we heard from Brent Sutter uh, last week about Brandon Sutter and his family. Yeah. And, and people, you know, people have kids, uh, wives, uh, girlfriends, all of that. And they're affected, too. That's on your mind. There's a whole lot of layers well, to this. You mentioned those seven players. I mean, for Tannen, Hoaglander, uh, Schmidt, Edler. You got four regulars uh, there. McEwen. I mean, there, there's a lot of talented players who probably won't be able to play. So you're calling people up. How competitive uh, are you going to be? Um, let's, can we run another clip here? How are you today, Ryan, by the way? I, I'm swell. I'm swell. Just before we get to another JT Miller clip, mm. the love that you got yesterday for that hat that you're Very wearing nice. Yeah, right I now. know. Very nice hat. I know. So for people who are asking, I, I've only seen you and you alone wearing that hat. It's the old Johnny Canuck logo the Canucks wore on their shoulders in the last uh, the last go round with a third uniform, not the current one. I don't know. I'm losing track of the uniforms. They're all not that great. So where do you get this thing? So there's a weird backstory to it. The the, the, the Canucks do like a uh, player design series usually once a year. Yeah, during Besser a did one. Yeah. yeah. So for whatever reason, when Emerson Edom was part of the club, he was one of the players that did it that year. So this is like two, three years ago or whatever. And this is the design he designed. He designed the Johnny Canuck and then changed the colors into the... Uh, this is Emerson. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So and then... So he was ahead of the curve because that is a reverse retro. Exactly. Yeah. And so then he ended up being, like, waved. And so, like, the stuff barely hit the team store shelves. And it had, like, there were shirts with the logo as well. And it had, like, his signature on the sleeve. And he's on waivers. He's gone. He's out of the organization. Meanwhile, he provided a really cool-looking hat. The one beef I have with the team store, and other yeah. people might know this, you, if you see something at that store, you've got to buy it. Oh, yeah, it's gone. Because they, they just roll through stuff. There's no kind of consistency at all. And so I just happened to luck out. I saw this hat. Okay, but then again, have you, like, during a game or even? Oh, it's a sardine can. It is. You, yeah. you, you can't get in. Yeah. 
Yeah, nobody goes there. Yeah, it's always packed. Like imagine thinking that's a Yogi Bear. It, it, I, yes. I've messed it up, but imagine thinking about that scenario right now, like in these times. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No <laughs> kidding. Yeah. Like Rogers Arena's cramped to begin it's with. It's a but zoo in there. It's it's a lot okay. during a game. Here's uh, JT Miller talking about, and this is from yesterday. Doesn't feel ready at all, and he, he alluded to this, but doesn't feel ready at all to return. Um, yeah, I don't really feel ready at all, if I'm being completely honest. Um, trying to use a couple of skates here to get me, get my hockey senses back. Uh, the legs aren't going to be there immediately, obviously. Um, and I can't really speak on behalf of my teammates um, that, you know, have had it, uh, COVID. So it's going to be tough for them to bounce back this quickly and try to play. So I'm just hoping everybody can stay as healthy as they can here. And, um, you know, that's kind of like... My main priority is try to stay healthy. You know, there's not – I haven't really thought about expectations or how ready to play I'd be. I just know that it's going to be tough to jump back into a game against a really good team. But um, at the end of the day, hopefully once we get started, the uh, competitive juices will be falling off the hop. So um, kind of the car we've been dealt, and we've got to deal with it now. And the reason I wanted to run that clip, and JT talked about it there, he, he's not on the list. No, he's not on the Well, him right. and Ben had it yeah. very early. They were yeah. the first two connects They were in COVID protocol yeah, they, they, they before had the season started. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But my point is he, he isn't on on the list, and he's talking about, I don't, I don't, know, if, I, I don't know if I should, well, because I should game be playing. Shape. There's a lot of guys that are going to be out of game shape, Donnie. Um, and they don't want to embarrass themselves. They want to be competitive. It. They're yeah. warriors and, and, and all of that. Um, I played beer league hockey with – the late, great Rick Shinsky. Okay? Do you, do you remember him? New us Bruins. Had a pro career as well. Played I, in the I, National I, Hockey League. Tremendous I numbers with yeah. uh, tremendous numbers in, in junior hockey. Just an incredible guy, incredible uh, player, God rest his soul. And I remember him telling a story about how um, his career was over. Somebody just called him up, wanted him to, to play. Like yeah. within a week, he's like, I can't do it. I, I, I just, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, well, I'm not able to do it. I, I, I mean, yeah, I understand most people would kill for this opportunity, but I just, I'm just not ready. I'm going to embarrass myself. I'm well, not going to be competitive. The, you know, I, 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 I understand where they're coming from. I was told a Canucks player hit the ice on Wednesday, and after getting off the ice, he was like, wow, uh, I'm not there. Mm-hmm. I'm not there. I'm not there. And a lot of these guys... Uh, and then you're going to play two of the better teams in the Canadian division on Friday and Saturday. Uh, there is fear uh, that you could get blown out, like you said, eight to one. But uh, these guys uh, not in shape is going to be a massive problem, Donnie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Donnie and Dolly presented by Able Auctions. If you have assets, inventory, or equipment you need to sell, email sales at ableauctions.ca and King of Floors, your vinyl laminate and engineered flooring superstore. Let's hit the... Uh, White spot poll question, Rick, if you got it there. I just had it. Then I went to the BC Lions first pick, who's a kicker from Australia. I got it back. Anyways. <laughs> okay. What's his name? Well, we'll, I, I, I'll get you the name. Anyways, uh, the Canadian draft today, BC Lions, everybody. So they had the first overall pick. Our white spot poll uh, question, do you admire JT Miller for speaking out? Uh, 993 votes already. 96% say yes. And and JT Miller, won a, he's the guy that when the Canucks play well, he'll, he'll tell you they play well. But he, when, when the Canucks don't play well, he will tell you they stunk. Mm-hmm. He's got that. He's got a little Ryan Kessler in him. He's kind of, you know, sometimes people say in a grumpy mood. Yeah. He, he's got a little Kessler. His body language isn't body always language great. Body language isn't always great. But he tells you, he gives you the goods. He tells you what's on his mind. He's not as f- afraid to say it. And I think the people of Vancouver 
appreciate his candid, honest thoughts yesterday. And I think uh, it was good. It was. I, good I thought it might have gone like this. Well, well, you know, what are you talking about? You guys are making so much money. You know, that, that, yeah. That, yeah. That old song. You guys are making so much money. You'll be you'll be fine. You're well taken care of. Well, they had a COVID outbreak, and we all know uh, how serious uh, that is. And you know, JT Miller, I thought would be uh, towing that line between you know, do I do I come out and, and speak, right? Do, do do I come out and, and speak and get criticized because people want players to speak like this. They want them to be honest and, and open. But a lot of time, when uh, a lot of times when they do, when they are honest and open, they get, especially these days with social media, well, they get criticized. But that isn't the case here. I'll, I'll tell you quickly. A lot of agents uh, were happy what JT Miller did yesterday because a lot of uh, agents are worried about the health of their players, and they appreciated a player coming out and saying that last night. Yeah, and then there's the question: Where's where was the PA in all of this? I uh, don't even. Uh, very disappointed in the NHL PA. They should be their front and center for these Vancouver Canucks. I. It, very tough question, that one. Get the name of the kicker? Uh, no, I'll, we'll, on the other side, we'll okay. get it. Uh, okay. Ryan's well, no, I, I, we'll do that later. Yeah. But on on the other side, we talk about that question about the NHL uh, PA. We'll uh, throw that question at Brian Bartlett. And Brian Bartlett is going to be on the show because he is, and this is in the next segment, he is JT Miller's agent. It's uh, Donnie and Dolly, the team, on check. All of our guests today are sponsored by White Spot. Enjoy the great taste of White Spot's famous burgers, Spot's Classics, a delicious breakfast open for takeout and uh, delivery. White Spot, of course, also uh, sponsoring the poll question. Maybe we can get an update on that, either Ryan or uh, Rick. Absolutely. Take, take your time. No, no, I got it right here. Uh, our White Spot poll question, do you admire J.T. Miller for speaking out? 96% say yes. Uh, over 1,200 votes. So uh, the people of this city, uh, Canuck fans, are appreciating what J.T. Miller did yesterday. You know what? He was honest. Mm-hmm. He was honest. He said what was on his mind. It was bang on. Everything he said was correct. Safety, family first, then worry about uh, playing hockey. And we're going we're gonna to reveal the name of that Australian punter in, in a yeah. matter of, of yeah. months. That's right. It was Jake Ford. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. He's the newest uh, uh, BC Alliance. Uh, by the way, you can text us to 604-294-94. And Is It Just Me is coming up a little bit later along with DTMC and Big Ride, the Twitter guy. Uh, but uh, right now, we just, we're talking about J.T. Miller. Uh, Brian Bartlett of Bartlett Hockey is J.T. Miller's agent, and he joins us now. Brian, thanks so much for doing this. How are you, sir? My pleasure. Doing great. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Did you know that J.T. was going to speak out and if so did you talk to him before he did i did not know in advance and i don't think he knew in advance either that part of the the player's role and in their job is to have some media availability and this year it's a little bit different it's not grabbing players after practice um it's these kind of scheduled ones with zoom calls or phone calls or whatever it may be and i I think jt was really just answering the questions that were presented to him um i talked to him as soon as he hung up off that call um to give me a heads up of what he had talked about um but i don't think he was planning on taking a stand i don't think he was trying to get out in front of it um to do it he he answered the questions that were asked and and really found a good opportunity to stand up for himself and his teammates in it so it wasn't uh wasn't a concerted effort here it was uh reactionary but he did a great job with it yeah i'm just gonna ask you do you and this is our white spot poll question today do you admire him for speaking out 
I did hear that. I'm definitely in the 96%. Um, mm. I did right away. And JT and I, and not just JT, our clients across the league, we've had conversations like this throughout the year of saying, you know, where are we in kind of the health and safety thing? Is this safe? And most of the time, the league and the team has, has done a great job of lining it up. This is one where, um, you know, I think is a unique situation and glad that JT brought some light to it, but very proud of him. Um, as I said in a, a tweet last night too, that being out in the spotlight, I don't think makes it any yeah. easier to stand up for once. Oftentimes it's harder because you have more to lose. He's making millions of dollars and there's a, a little bit of a sentiment of, Hey, just collect your check and go play and get over it. And I understand that piece of it too. So I think it, it takes even more bravery to stand up and, and, and very much supportive and proud of JT. Hey, Brian, you, you've obviously known JT a long time. You know him a lot better than anybody in Vancouver. Uh, what's the makeup of his character that allows him to be so honest in interviews? Because not every player is like that. A lot of players give you vanilla comments. A lot of players are like, you know what? Safe. I'm not going to. Yeah, they're safe. What is it about his character, Brian, that allows him to be so honest in his opinion with the media? Yeah, I've known JT since he was probably 15 years old. I first met him um, in Pittsburgh when he was growing up and was a top player then. And I think from him, it really stems from his parents um, that that's how they always interacted with him. That It was brutal honesty. It was upfront. It wasn't sugarcoating things, um, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, his mom, Jen, and dad, Den, um, did a great job raising him that way, that you confront things head on. Um, and it's worked well for him in some instances, and it's worked poorly for him in some instances. He's had ones where he's gone and spoken out or spoken his mind either to a teammate or a coach or a general manager. And it wasn't as accepting at that time. And that's really been part of his maturation process of figuring out when are the right times to stand up? When do you go and do it maybe in a quieter forum? When is it more upfront? But he's never wavered from, from that. He's, you know, we've had some conversations with me where he's told me things that he isn't happy about what I'm doing or what we're doing. And I've always appreciated that that you know exactly where you stand with JT his teammates know exactly where they stand with him um and he he gets that back from people I think that's why he's been a successful player and a successful father and husband and, and all those reasons is he's gonna be honest so it's very easy to be honest back with him too because you, you know he's not filtering it so you have no reason to filter anything with him um which has been it, it's refreshing Hey, Brian, I, I would say leadership is, is something that uh, you, you just can't get out of the blue. Uh, you know, uh, human beings, individuals work on leadership and they get it at certain times in their careers or in their lives. When did you sense that uh, JT had some leadership qualities? It's always been there underneath a little bit. It, it really has been since he's come to Vancouver that it's been refined and um, I think championed. He was on different teams um, in different places, either with the Rangers or Tampa, where he was, you know, a good piece on a team. There's older guys, more established guys, you know, great leaders like Ryan Callahan on the Rangers. You had Stammer and Kucherov and those guys in, in Tampa. So he was never looked at as that guy that, that would lead. And um, he, he didn't push his way through really until he got to Vancouver. And then you can see all those traits, um, that were always there, that were always pushing himself to be great. I think once he got to Vancouver and guys started looking at him in that light, he then used that to help other people elevate, um, which has been amazingly rewarding to, 
to see, um, you know, in, in the trade that there was some trepidation about uh, originally coming over, um, crossing the border, coming to a Canadian city, all that stuff. But it's it's worked out great in in his growth as a person and a player. We're talking with uh, Brian Bartlett. He's J.T. Miller's uh, agent, among other NHL players. Uh, back to the events of the last week, uh, Brian. Whose decision? I'm, I'm Rick and I are both wondering where the PA was in all of this. But whose decision was it to play for the Canucks? 19 games in 31 days. Yeah, my understanding is that it was done in collaboration with the NHLPA, the NHL, the team, um, and even the player reps for Vancouver, I think, were to some degree in it. And if you look back and, and kind of step back a little bit, you look at Dallas has had um, yep. a compressed schedule. Montreal has had a compressed schedule. New Jersey's had a compressed schedule. Buffalo's had a Buffalo, compressed schedule. Yep. There have been other sort of ones, and I'm, I'm sure I'm missing a couple, you know, that if, if you look probably in a snapshot of number of games in a number of days, it's not like this is the only one where people have had a compressed schedule where there's back-to-backs. I think this is – they've had another week off, Vancouver has, so it's it's longer. But, you know, kind of my understanding of the conversation was saying, hey, most other teams, once they had a, a set number of people cleared, we got a game of practice, and then we get day of practice, and we get right into it. So I don't think it's different in that way. I think what made this one different is – that it's bumping up towards the end of the season, yeah. that there's no relief after it. Saying, okay, we're going to squeeze it in, and then you get to take a break. And also the the number of symptomatic cases and the number of people that are still feeling some of the effects of this on, on Vancouver, I think, are much higher quantity than they were in, in some of the other situations. And, and that, I think, is what's kind of brought um, everybody to, to take a step back here and make sure that we're doing the right things for the players' safety. Brian, uh, two seasons left on JT's contract. Is he happy in Vancouver? He is happy in Vancouver. How do you explain the chemistry between him and Elias Pettersson? It's it's worked out great. It's been been fun to watch. I think mm-hmm. that part of part of it is is JT's a versatile guy that he can play as we've seen in the middle and on the wing, and he looks to do things differently depending on who he's playing with. He can be a shoot first guy. He can be a pass first guy. He can have um, some weight and heaviness along the boards. He can haul it if you need. And, um, you know, to be fair to both JT and and Peterson, I think two superstar players that both would have chemistry with almost anybody you put them on. I think (laughs) two really good players. Usually those guys figure it out. Um, but I think it's added. It's two smart players that, that can adapt their play based on how, you know, either the game or the shift or the situation's going. And when you have two of those guys on a line, it can get scary real quick. All right, Brian, thanks so much for doing this. Fairly short notice. We really uh, appreciate it. I believe you also represent Kale McCarr. So his contract is, is coming up. So you, you've got some work to do. Thanks so much, Brian. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, among the players he has, uh, Kale McCarr and, and, and J.T. Miller. Yeah, well, I, I, I love your question about it. Well, J.T. Miller's contract is up in two years, Tony. Mm-hmm. This is a guy that's from the Pittsburgh area. Yeah, Who's in Pittsburgh right now? Mr. Brian Burke. Uh, it, it, he's going to be a wanted player if he hits the UFA market. Uh, and it was interesting. He likes Vancouver, and, and, and Brian said that. But I think when I look at the Canucks going forward, one of the interesting ones for me is going to be J.T. Miller. Uh, American-born Pittsburgh UFA in two years. Can the Canucks re-sign him? That's going to be interesting. Yeah, uh, we've gone on about this a lot. Not every player wants to play in his hometown, but apparently JT later in his career wouldn't mind 
we don't we 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 don't know that. Where it's going to be interesting. Where are the Canucks in two years? Are they winning? Yeah. Is he is he? Was, he is, are yeah. the Penguins going to be winning? Are right. the Penguins going to be winning? But is Jay, if they they lose this year, they lose another couple of years. Is the desire going to be to resign a Vancouver? It's going to be. I know we got a break. Were you surprised to hear the PA was in on those talks? Nineteen no. games in thirty-one days. They, abs- and they, they had to be. They had to be, Donnie. The PA- no, I get not not surprised that they were in on it, but surprised they okayed it. Yeah, they okayed it. The NHL okayed it. Clearly, the Canucks ownership okayed it. Let's be honest; they were in on it too. So it looks like the Canucks player reps uh, also okayed it. So uh, we should find out here in the next couple hours if there's going to be games this weekend or not. All right, as we mentioned, DTMZ coming up. Big ride. The Twitter guy, John Shannon. Hockey analyst, just after 11 o'clock, it's Donnie and Dolly, the team, on check. All right, my poll question. What? Can you not ask me questions just before we're coming out of it's, break? Can't you do more than one thing? Like No, I can't. Well, that's uh, clear. Our uh, white spot poll question. I'm all confused here. White spot poll question. A great game deserves a great meal. Enjoy White Spot's famous burgers made with secret triple O sauce and served with your Kennebec fries there. Order takeout online at whitespot.ca. Poll question. Here we go. Do you admire JT Miller for speaking out? Uh, We're close to 1,500 votes here now, folks. Uh, Yes, 95% say they are very impressed uh, with what JT Miller did yesterday. And we just had his agent, uh, Brian Bartlett, on him. He said something very interesting to me. He said uh, he started showing leadership skills, JT, in his career. He's been at it for a while. He he was drafted many Mm -hmm. years ago, but he started showing leadership skills in Vancouver. Not in New York, not in Tampa Bay, but in Vancouver. So I I, I found that uh, uh, to be interesting. So... Well, why would that be surprising? Because he's he played. Well, he's a, yeah, he's, a he's been in the league for a while, in, in but he's been in the law. But he wasn't a rookie uh, for ten years in New York. He was a rookie for, for one 10. year. Yeah, I know. I, I know how it works. But I'm just, Again, he was younger. He goes to Tampa Bay. There's yeah. there's full. They're full of stars there. He comes here. He's older. Pretty good resume. Yeah, I could understand why uh, his leadership skills would would shine here before. Uh, as opposed to Tampa Bay and New York. And he also said, Brian Bartlett, that his personality, a little bit grouchy, a leader. He's got, a lot, of Ryan, he's I mean, got a lot of Ryan Kessler in him. Sure, but like, right, right when he was 15, 16 years old, you could tell, and that had a lot to do uh, with his parents. Okay, so now uh, we're going to switch gears here. Yep. The name of the Lions punter drafted first overall today at the CFL draft. And enough of the Homer Simpson jokes, uh, folks. His name is Jake Ford. And yeah. he's a punter. He's Australian. He was playing in uh, the U.S. Development League. He's 28 years old. He's in Arkansas right now. Right. Okay. Are, are you going to pay attention? To I am. Okay. I'm going to Julio Caravetta here. He told me why they picked him first overall, so well, I'll tell you why. Can, can it's I it's just, a global draft, by the way. It's oh, not the global Canadian draft. draft. It's so not the Canadian, Canadian no. draft. Okay, I'm thinking draft. it's the oh, – okay. No. Yeah, it's called the... You think it was the CFL draft and they drafted a kid from Australia first overall? Yeah, it can't be the Canadian right. draft. Like, so it's. It's I'll take draft. you back to 1973. <laughs> harp, harp. No, I will. Yeah. Okay? 1973. The Oakland Raiders National Football League, I believe 23rd overall, yep. take a punter, a punter in the first round by the name of Ray Guy. Yep. He's a pro football Hall of Famer. He made a yep. huge difference for that team. It was a smart move by Al Davis. So it wouldn't be that unusual. Well, I guess it would be unusual. Kickers are a dime a dozen. I mean, let's be honest. They're a dime a dozen. And when they're really good, like we've had. We talked to Louis Pasagli here. We'll who get him was, on the show. Hey, 
out of all uh, my favorite athletes in Vancouver over the years, Louis Pasaglia is right up there. And he had such a long tenure. And that's the thing with kickers. As soon as you're good, you can stay and play forever. And Louis did that. My point being that sometimes, okay, my mistake, yeah. I, I admit that. It's rare. It doesn't happen all that often. It doesn't happen all the time. But Al Davis, who knew a, th- a thing or two about football, took a punter against everyone's wishes. He got laughed at. It was a, it was a great move. It was a, you know, maybe might have been a long time ago, but you get the idea. Yeah, You're I learning see. something here, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. I got to learn when the CFL draft is. I don't think the Lions have ever taken a, a punter, kicker, ever, first overall. Uh, this has to be a first. No, but this is the global draft. Yeah, it's a global right. Not the Canadian draft. Uh, okay, so my, my mistake. You said Julio had something to say. Uh, Our good friend Julio uh, Caravetta, so who himself uh, was a kicker and a punter, and you're saying he's a dime a dozen. Uh, just will you let me finish. Also a quarterback. So Julio said they want one guy to just punt. They said they uh, he was the best player available. So that's from uh, Julio Caravetta. And, and I've also uh, texted uh, uh, Lions uh, GM uh, Neil McAvoy. said the same thing. Okay. Hopefully he turns out to be the next uh, Louis Pasaglia. Or, or Ray Guy. You remember Ray Guy? You no, I don't enough? remember Ray Guy. Or number eight. Can, is it, can you remember any other kicker for oh uh, Duncan O'Manny, uh, Paul Saglia, Paul Osbaldiston. Oh yeah, he was good. No, yeah. the, he the, played for the Lions yes, before he, he went on right. to a, a Hall of Fame career with the uh, Hamilton Ticats. Yeah, out, out I remember of him. I remember him. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So it's the it's the international draft. Yeah, global, right? global. Okay. Now the other issue today is my cane. Your cane. Yes, your crooked cane. I, I was talking about how, or somebody texted in, and they would like me to have a cane whenever I go on one of my old man rants. Yeah. You, you do this once in a while, too. Yeah. You're venturing into old man territory. Uh, Just not, a little update, folks. I know you're very interested in this. Uh, I looked for the cane last night amongst our Halloween <laughs> uh, paraphernalia yeah. and in the basement, yeah. uh, all, all of that. I, I Nowhere to be found. So, cane gate uh, continues. I, I will find it. Lisa, and we, I hope you are. And stop it. <laughs> she did, as a matter of fact. No, it's this really cool-looking old it. cane. It's twisted. <laughs> Made a hickory. Hey, we had a guy in Port Alberni yesterday. <laughs> uh, where, where are you going with just this? Guy who called us dinosaurs, so I'm just telling you. Remember yesterday he oh, called yeah. us? He yeah, called you guys got ripped. I heard from people after the show about the Whatever. video game, the yeah. video game argument and yeah. how wrong well. you two were with that. Ryan, you're in the National Hockey League. Yeah. So? And, and, and you've been healthy scratched. So you know what? Get in the gym. Go work with the skills coach. Cut out the video games. But Give nobody me a break. does that twenty four hours a day. He, if he, you he, want to stay in the NHL, you do. He, no, you don't. Ah, uh, yeah, I do. think please. You do. No, no, God, get out of here. No, you're just uh, no. We, we you Brian, just you're out wonder. To lunch. You, you, we talked yesterday. I, we're going over old ground <laughs> here, but let's do it again. I like doing that. Okay, uh, back to the cane. No, seriously, how you? ripped into the players of yesteryear because yeah. what they would do in their spare time is go for beers, yeah. you know, at, at the local pub and maybe Water stay hole. there. Yeah, maybe stay there for, for, for a few hours. And yeah. In the case of some players, it became a problem. Yeah. So you're telling me that video games can't become a problem for no, no, no. I simply the player said, of today? I simply said it, it's, it, that was never talked about. It was never, hey, Joe Smith here. We're not talking he's not, specifically he's not, about Adam. He, he's not spending enough time in the gym He's because that wasn't public knowledge. Now guys they do things like play video games online, which is public knowledge. And, and so that seems to be now it's the the, 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 
the big problem with players today. But no, Too but much hold, video games. Okay, guys watch but Netflix. A guys second. do a lot of different things. Hold on a second. One of the reasons you're very sensitive about this, and you are, is that that's what you do with your life. No, you I just think it's like... You sit in your man cave, for, and you play video games and watch Netflix. Am I right? I don't watch Netflix. I just play Whatever. video games. But yeah, you watch television... And you play video games. Yeah, like anybody does. Because you need a break from whatever you love to do. Yeah, but you don't you play it six hours. From... You don't play it six Why not, hours. Though? Why not? He does. So you think uh, playing uh, video games six hours productive for you? Hey, you know what? Let me tell you this. What was What's stimulating your mind more? Checkers. Playing video play games? Checkers no to playing video games now. or sitting yeah. in the bar with your buddies 20 years ago? What's more stimulating? Bar. I can't no. remember. No. I can't remember. Yeah, bar. Exactly. Because you get exactly. stories. You get, you hear about stories in a bar. Yeah, but you, I can say though, Adam what, 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 is, what does video games teach you? Hand eye. Oh. Processing oh. situations. Oh, oh, oh. Now, yeah. now we're really gonna, good. Really this, good, Ryan. This is, this is a two I would argue show. it's training. He's training by playing video games. He's oh continuing my his God. training. Oh, now you're going to tell me yep. that these video games guys, what are, what are they called? The Vancouver yeah. Trojans? What are, what are they called? The Titans. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know if they're still so Ryan, They're athletes, Ryan, are they? So, so are these th- hockey academies where parents are paying 80000 a year, yeah. you think they're telling the hockey academies are telling the kids in Bantam to play video games for hand-eye? You're going to tell me those kids in the hockey academy aren't playing video games with their buddies, though? Yeah, but the, the instructors aren't telling them to play video games for a hand-eye coordination. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. just ridiculous. Are, are they athletes? These guys, we we've we've long had this debate. I, I know, but and and I and I say and I say yeah, okay, in a different form. So yes. then then uh, play Rick, who plays checkers, apparently yeah, play, every that, day. I learned something. So with he's an athlete. Yeah, and no, so he's definitely not and, an it's a brain game. And poker players and chess players, they're athletes. Yeah, that's right. No, not to the same degree. Because of the thumbs, is that that? Well, is but that the also difference? like you're. You're, Why are we having this argument? Uh, yeah, we're not, I, we're not doing this. For I always win it. And I, no, you definitely don't. You definitely don't. I, in no, my I, mind, I win. I just think it's a cop-out to say, oh, Adam Gaudet, he, he's not the player he is. Because I, I he never plays, said I, no, it but I'm saying him. No, that's out there. Because it all got started by a text in the inbox, I think. And it just drives me nuts because it's like, what if he's just hey. not very good? Like, why is it? Why does it have to be like he's a video? Because again, no, Elias Pedersen plays video games. He got into hey. video games this past off season. How's his season going? He's high in the lineup. At least Pedersen, he can play video games to, for, until he's blue in the face. He's a superstar. The yeah. other guy wasn't. But what if though Adam Gaudet never played video games ever again and trained twenty four hours a day? What if he's just not going to get better as a player? Like, the, do you think that would help him more than video games? Of course it would. Hey, hey, Brian, can I can I read this text, please? Rick and Don are a hundred percent right. For a player that asked to be higher in the lineup and is more worried about building his brand away from the rink than him showing commitment to the rink and doing extra work, he wants to be higher up in the lineup. That's Riley. Riley from Abbotsford. Riley is bang on. Riley sounds like a young name too. No, I think that's. Oh. Uh, you don't see a lot of Rileys who are like. Well, maybe you do. Yeah, 70. I have no. I have no idea. No, that's my buddy Riley in Abbotsford. Uh, Riley Emerson. Oh, it's your buddy, though. You can't, you, uh, that's you, you, your buddy. That's, that's my buddy Riley Emerson no, at uh, Abbotsford. That, that, that makes it count. Tri City American, good guy, a good coach. Uh, him, him and Kellen Totchkin, good buddies of mine. Anyways, go on. Is it time for Big Ride the Twitter guy? Yeah. Okay. Let's, Let's talk video games. Topic. John, Sh- I, I know, because you're getting destroyed. <laughs> John Shannon is going to join us at, at 11 o'clock. But up next, that guy. Big Rye, the Twitter guy. Donnie and Dolly, the team. Rick, we're on the air, okay? Oh. <laughs> Are we on the air? Yeah. Okay. 
Are you coming down with something? Nobody gave like, me this. The, is serious. No, you know, nobody like, gave we me don't want to joke about this anymore, no, right? Nobody gave me a three two. Yeah, they did actually. Okay, anyway, you just I weren't paying attention. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you what. A big ride the Twitter guys uh, are coming up, but we're focused on um, texts that are coming in from Ryan's fiance Kelsey. Oh boy, she says this is Ryan's fiance. Ryan, yeah. stop talking. Stop. Yeah, talking. and I verified that. I verified the number. Okay, so it, that is your fiance. It, she's probably only she's just angry because of how often I play video games. No, that, she's, that's probably she's angry because wow. you sound stupid on the air. That's why. <laughs> yeah. No, well, and I I really want to make sure because now Ian McClutchy, friend of ours, is now taking this completely out of context. I was kidding when I said you know he's training his brain. Like I understand he's not. He's blowing off steam playing video games. But I have no problem with it. I think people... Well, no, because that's all think. you do with your life. No, but your fiancé says, Kelsey says, you, yeah. you've got a problem. Basically, that's what she's saying. <laughs> that's not what she's saying. Yes, well, she is. I mean, she's I do have a problem, but... Uh, yeah. Well, so we don't want to get into that. Entirely different. No, I just... I don't know. I'm getting a lot of flack about my suit today. Oh, it, it's it is somebody... Look, uh, somebody called me a funeral director. Yeah. Oh, it's a little too dark. Yeah. Some people are saying you're wearing the same suit every day. No. Some, I, uh, no, I'm not. Yeah, no, you, you look good. You absolutely look phenomenal. Yeah. There's no issues yeah, with okay. your suit. Somebody said, yeah. Okay, Big Rye. Uh, Big Rye, the Twitter guy, brought to you by Arbutus RV. Whatever your adventure, there's an RV for it. Visit ArbutusRV.ca. I want to touch on something uh, quickly that uh, Dolly Wall actually brought up in the first segment as my first tweet. This courtesy Ben Burnell of the Utica Observer Dispatch. Yeah. Trent Cole last night. Talking about the Comets playing four games in six nights. And they won last night, by the yep. way. Uh, Jet Wu with the game winner, I believe. I think I have that right. Yeah, he did his first uh, pro goal last night, Jet yeah. Wu. And he's yeah. playing with Rathbone. He's doing really well. Good for him. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and how difficult it was. There's a long quote here uh, from, from Trent. And he touches on the fact that he's looking at the, the Canucks schedule now as well. you going to read the whole thing uh, here? No, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. <laughs> Uh, but he's he's keeping an eye on the Canucks schedule, and he doesn't, you know, he thinks it's going to be. <laughs> it's a dictionary for crying out loud. It's, it's not that long. It's long. It's not that long. This is great television. Like honestly, come on, it's, or, and radio. It's my tweet that I'm referencing, but I can. It's a launching point. I'm not reading the whole thing here, but he okay. he's talking like the the first part is telling where he says you hear about how guys. Uh, with their hips and backs and stuff like that, not feeling right. Now and you're reading the whole thing. Not because of playing, but it's because of COVID. And yeah. They, like, he's almost looking into the future of what the Vancouver Canucks are dealing with with yeah. this quote last night. Yeah. You know, and it comes on the heels of what JT Miller said and all that. And and, and there's people in the inbox, again, 604-294-94, if you want to people text People writing us. into the in- inbox. People yeah. writing into they're the inbox saying, in you know, oh, it's no different than the stars, the, the devils. No. Come on, please. It's completely different. The Vancouver, if you look at the Dallas Stars, have four back to backs total all year long. Canucks have six That's left. Well, six. Canucks, 19 games in 31 days, six back to back In this six stretch. Like, not to mention all the other ones they started the year with and every other point. In this stretch, they got six back to backs. It's completely different. It's, it, the closest comparison of, is, is, the, is the Habs because they were the most recent yeah. team to deal with it. But even they but, aren't. It wasn't the. Uh, it wasn't the outbreak that this is. Do right. we have any update, by the way, Rick, regarding? Uh, regarding? No. Uh, the, the, the season, or the, the, these two games, or at the very No, there's nothing right now. Okay. I mean, they got to go. They Practicing gotta, at 11.50. Yeah, and then they got to do their physical okay. tests, and they, then we'll know more. They were doing their tests this morning before practice, um, so the testing is probably done now. But, of course, practice is also closed 
last minute as well. So there's no media in attendance. So we're probably going to have to wait on some news um, post-practice. Yeah, you, you know what I love is that – what did Trent Cole say there? Because you guys were ripping into me, I know, that I had a sore back as a result of, of COVID. COVID. I never ripped into you. I, I never. You did. I, 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 I was a COVID dealer. Uh, uh, I've dealt with COVID as well. Yeah, you were a COVID dealer. <laughs> COVID <laughs> dealer. That sounds. That sounded a little weird there for coat. a second. Uh, <laughs> um, we don't want to joke about this. No, yeah. it's one of the symptoms. Sore back. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And, it, and for me, it lasted uh, forever. Yeah. Kyle was, Lowry had a sore back. He had right. COVID. It seems like there's it's a strange a, symptom, but it's there. It seems like there's one or two symptoms that become long haul too that you deal with. Like I dealt with the loss of. Smell and taste longer mm-hmm. than like when I was out of my corner. I'm sure the video that. games helped that. They, they oh, did. by the way, video games got me through. Your fiance has come back into the inbox and said that yes, it is a problem. Your video games are a problem. <laughs> okay, that's I, I appreciate. No, she that. did. She she, she came back she, okay. and and I, I I I sent her an LOL and she liked that. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. She, that's a real hard hitting response there, Dolly. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> LOL. Hey, LOL. It's good. It's a good yeah. little thing. Do you know what it stands for? Lots of laughs. No. <laughs> Even I know that one. What is LOL Laugh snap? out loud. Oh, same thing. Same thing. <laughs> you ever see the Kirby Enthusiasm episode? No. With LOL? Yeah. Pretty good. It no. is good, yeah. We yeah, don't want to get into same that. Same thing. I was in the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, next one here. How about this? The Tampa Bay Lightning guys. Okay. Yeah. They've, uh, they've got a new uh, uh, charity initiative. Okay. So you bid on the chance to sleep overnight in Amelie Arena with the Stanley Cup. You get a whole full-fledged list of items, like a five-course meal from like, and a, some And a foam fi- finger and some popcorn. You get, you get a foam finger and some popcorn. But doesn't this look unbelievable? Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, where... You spend a night at the arena in a suite. You spend a night at the arena in the suite... Um, I can get I can get the details here. Let That's me interesting let me. interesting looking beds there. Here, yeah. here here are all your full details of what you get. You get the the evening with the most famous trophy in sports. Well, again, why are you putting this up here? I can't read that. Put the picture up. That's better. No, but I'm getting I'm getting the details. You wanted to know what the details oh, okay. are. Here they sure. are. Five course meal. You get a player stall in the locker room. You get a bunch of different things. But I was thinking to myself, any venue in the world. Okay, you can any any venue, any sports venue in the world, mm-hmm. you get to spend the night in it. Where are you going? Madison Square Garden. Why? I, I've, I've been there before. I loved it. it. It just reeks history, even after the renovations. Definitely Madison Square Garden. Dolly? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hey, well, come on, you got to come up with venue. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I, I was derailed here. I, the Lions took another kicker in the third round. This is unbelievable. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, 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 you want to know about is, Lions, yeah, kickers, and punters? Just listen to me. This uh, is the place right uh, here. Uh, t- Takaru Yamasaki out of Japan. So that's two kickers in the first three rounds. Can you say that name again? I've never heard you pronounce a difficult name okay. better uh, than you did just now. Takaru uh, Yamasaki out of Japan. Uh, third round kicker <laughs> for the BC Lions. Suited up in the U.S. Spring League in 219. Why are they taking so many kickers? Uh, obviously, they feel that's a need, Rick. <laughs> you know what? We'll just take a kicker for the heck of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you take one first overall, but he's just going to punt, so this guy's obviously going to be field goal. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What else you got? That's it. Okay. I'm All wrapped right. up. I'm done for another day. No, what, what, guy. What, you didn't give us – he gave us his venue. It was the same as Yeah, mine. that was so – that was such a lame cop. <laughs> what about yours? The exact same venue. Uh, the Langley Event Center. Okay. 
Your brother works there. Yeah. Okay, it's not a bad idea. No, uh, I think I'd go Fenway Park in Boston. You're not even a Red Sox fan. Yeah, I am. I've got, I've got my Red Sox mask here, among other things. And you didn't know Ted Williams hit 400. I screwed that up. Last yes, I screwed that up. to hit 400. But I also think that it's outdoors. It's probably a nice evening. I'm outside. I get to run the bases. Yeah, I think I, I think that's where I'd want to go. Big Brother Twitter guy. Brought to you by Arbutus RV. Visit ArbutusRV.ca. Up next, our regular Thursday NHL insider is John Shannon. He might have the latest on uh, the possibility Updates. of a game yep. tonight, tomorrow. What is exactly happening with the start of the Canucks schedule? He might know more. And that's John Shannon joining you guys next right here. Donnie and Dolly, the team. Yeah, you going to say something? Well, I think we should go to break with Rick saying that name uh, twice. Okay. You, you want it once more? Yeah. As we go to break. Oh, I lost uh, I lost the feed. That's I, good. Just, just uh, hold on a sec. Way to clutch up there. Uh, no, I lost it. I lost it. Oh, no, it's right here. So, okay, as we go to break, right? Sure. Okay. Sure. And to kick off the third round of the CFL Global Draft, we are proud to select uh, kicker uh, Takeru Yamasaki out of Japan. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Donnie and Dolly for all the latest show content. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.